What if you get to church on a Sunday and you have greeters calling in sick or they forget to tell you that they're down at the lake or, or they literally just don't show up? Do you have ample hospitality volunteers to fill the gaps? This is the challenge many churches face every single week and that's why today we're going to continue our discussion on the eight steps that you can take to recruit more first impressions and hospitality volunteers. Stay tuned. Welcome to Church Tips, the daily show designed to give you practical ideas and strategies you can use to get better, break barriers, and grow the church. Thanks for joining us today. Now here are your hosts, Dick and Jonathan Hardy. So I recently spoke with the girl who oversees our hospitality team at our church, and it was a day where she was kind of flipping out, and she was scared, she was not in a good place, and anxious, and like, ah, Jonathan, what am I going to do? And I was like, well, you know, get the story and find out that uh, several people had called in sick that day. A couple people had left out of town, forgot to tell her. And so all of a sudden, she thought she had a full roster when only she had maybe half of her vol volunteer roster for the hospitality team ready to go. And it was not a pretty situation for her. So she's scrambling. She's looking for people in the lobby that could just come help, fill the slots, get to the doors, be there, ready to go. And we don't want to, no one wants to be at that place. Right, right. And we want to have room for margin. And it's so important because the hospitality team is such a critical role for the church because they're the front lines. Yeah. And so in the previous episode, we talked about the beginning of the eight steps that you need to take to recruit more hospitality people. The fact is you have to have a team in place with margin so that you have plenty of people so that you can be prepared for moments like she faced where she didn't have everyone because of some cancellations. Yeah. And so we want to continue that discussion today of the eight steps to recruit hospitality volunteers. And I meant mentioned that another good episode for you to check out would be episodes 12 and 13, where we talk about the process for recruiting church volunteers as a whole. Mm -hmm. But today we're talking specifically about the hospitality team. So with that being the case, we talked about four last time. So today would be the fifth one. Yep. And uh, Dick, you want to jump in? Let's do okay. number five. When you're recruiting first suppressors, people do not pressure them. Pressuring people will get you some short-term results, but but it's going to shortchange you on the long haul. Yeah. Uh, you're you're again you're going to feel fine today, but you're really going to regret that on the long haul. Um, you you besides that, you want people to want to be with you, yeah. not to be doing it out of obligation. Treat your prospect as you would want to be treated. Yep. Number two, number six. Number six is make sure that there are empty spots for you to fill. And here's what I mean by that. What uh, what can happen for people is if you fill a, if you fill your spot, say you got four spots for you know four hospitality people at the doors or right. something like that. And well, if you have all four, then you automatically say to yourself, "Well, I don't need more than four. Yeah. But that's not the case. Wrong. You Wrong. need more than four, so that you might just you might create some new spots if you need to that are the quote unquote floaters yeah. or the 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 people that fill in, and so maybe you'd have them floating just in the lobby area because which they, they can serve a purpose there and help just catch people or help people who might have needs. But you also know mentally you've got them there because you plan for that margin that my friend didn't have earlier. Where So she would had she had margin, she would have been able to easily slide them over because that's what that role kind of was. And yeah. so you want to make sure that um, you've always got what you're considering some empty spots that you can be filling. So if you have all your doors filled, if you have all the ushers in place, if you have everything quote unquote filled that you feel like you absolutely need, well, plan for a few more spots. spots. Yep. Get some more spots in place so that way you're constantly working 
to get more people. You want to keep building that team bigger and bigger all the time. So that way you've got enough people to be able to handle um and handle what you need. And that really takes us into number seven, and that is to create a sense of team. Mm. People don't minister in isolation. Yeah. People minister in a team. That's where they begin to build friendships and connectedness. People want to be bigger than something than just themselves. So therefore, the team is that which can allow them to be bigger, be part of something bigger. Um, show people how what they do uh, connects to others in ministry. So while they might be part of the hospitality team, but what they are doing connects with the children's team, with the youth team, with the worship team. All this pulls together in creating a sense of team. And then help the, 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 the inside your hospitality team, your, your first impressions, help the, the greeters connect with the hosts who connect with the car parkers who connect with the post-service hospitality. That's the sense of team that you need to create. Number eight. Okay, yeah. number eight. Final one we want to give of the eight steps to recruit uh, is simply this. You have to ask. Yes, ask. And you have to make sure you go to them and ask for their help. Now, I want to mention here that you, you can't be afraid to ask. And sometimes I know that in ministry, we all, at least I think often, we feel like, oh, well, they already do so much or they're already so busy as yeah, it is. Yeah. And we make excuses for people why they can't serve when that's not our job. Yeah. My job is not to make an excuse for someone why they can't be on the hospitality team. Team, My job is to ask them to be on the hospitality team. Their job is to say yes, yes or, or no. no. Right. And so that's something I think that sometimes we're just shooting ourselves in the foot. We already said no before we even let them say yes because we didn't go ask them. It's not their call. Yeah. It's not your it's call not, to do that. Absolutely. Let so, them do it. Yes. So let me, do you have anything else on that? Um, I was going to also add that I recommend talking to people in person if mm -hmm. you can. Yeah. Um, if worst case, you know, call them on the phone and ask them if you've got that relationship. But I think if you ask in person, it's super helpful yeah. because then you're able, especially if it's on, say, a Sunday morning, you're able to kind of paint the picture physically for them of, hey, here's what I'm looking for. Here's what we have. Here's an opportunity. Yeah. Uh, follow the tips that we talk about in the eight-step process in episodes uh, 12 and 13. But uh, it, but. I guess to summarize this is the first thing you have to do before you're going to get that final commitment is you just have to ask. You have to ask. Yep. You've got to ask. Okay. Now you can take it away. Now I can take it away. Yes. Well, I'm going to do a little recap here. Oh, okay, so okay. we've gone through, we've talked about the eight steps to recruit the first impressions folks. So uh, we did four in the previous episode and these four. Let me just fly down through what those eight are. Uh, number one, uh, the, from previous episode, pray for the right people. Number two, look for outgoing personalities. Number three, tell stories of life change. And number four, define the time frame. And then the four that we covered today were don't pressure people, make sure that there are empty spots, create a sense of team. And the eighth, the last one is that you have to ask. Yep. If you'll do these things, you'll be well on your way to recruiting the finest hospitality team you ever imagined. And your church is going to go yep. to new levels. Now, I will say as well, you know, you're the recruiter. You've got to make the ask. Yes. You've got to put these things in place. And one of the things that needs to happen is you need to get better at yeah. doing that. And there'll be, we talk to pastors all the time say, man, I'm not that good at recruiting. I don't do this. Well, one of the things we encourage you to do is to take a day, take advantage of the five-day leadership yeah. challenge for pastors. This is a challenge for you individually to get better. 
Yes. And if you get better, your church will get better, and the church is going to be able to. Then, then you'll get the the ripple effect where they'll be able to break barriers and move forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, the five day leadership challenge. Just go to leaders.church forward slash challenge. That's leaders.church forward slash challenge. And um, if you do it today, this is day one of your five day leadership challenge. You're going to mm-hmm. be given a, a video, uh, a ten to fifteen minute video uh, every day. So you're going to slice that time away yeah. to invest in you, not the church. Not stuff, not in you. Again, when you get better, the church gets better. So take advantage. Five-day leadership challenge for pastors. And um, by the way, it's no cost. So just jump in. We make that available to you. Also, uh, if you certainly would be helpful if you would subscribe to uh, the podcast, whatever platform you're uh, listening to watching this, uh, YouTube. And if you'll do that, you'll get the regular content coming your way uh, day after day. That's right. We've really appreciated having you with us here today. We've covered a lot of territory. Jonathan, anything we've missed here? We're great. We're good to go. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us. We'll look forward to seeing you in the ne- next episode. Make it a great one and be blessed. Hey, Jonathan here. Real quick before you go. Did you know 71% of pastors report being extremely stressed or highly stressed? 90% of pastors feel worn out working between 55 to 75 hours per week. And then get this, 70% of pastors say they have a lower self-esteem now than when they started ministry. Can you relate to any of that? In reality, everything in your ministry rises and falls on your leadership. So investing in your leadership is essential to staying healthy and growing the ministry. And that's why I want to invite you to join us inside the Leaders.Church membership. It's your opportunity to invest in your leadership. This online streaming service for pastors gives you access to more than 300 videos plus training material to level up your leadership and improve your ministry skills. If you're ready to give your leadership growth a boost, simply go to leaders.church slash boost. Again, that's leaders.church slash boost. Well, thanks again for joining us today on the Church Tips Podcast. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.